Welcome back to the Canatech Podcast. We are back with Eric Boone, and he's got a couple new stories to tell. Number one, HempFest. Number two, he settled in Portugal. So uh, which one you want to take first, Eric? How, first of all, how you doing, man? You're a few time zones over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're uh, we're about eight hours ahead of uh, Pacific time. So it's... Um, it's good. It's it makes for some interesting uh, interesting meeting times. Certainly, as as um, <laughs> we're kind of have uh, feet in in both pools at this point. But uh, it's um, it's good. It's good. It's really uh, really great over here. Uh, just a kind of a much more laid back sort of uh, pace of life. Um, really safe. Uh, if any place is safe in these crazy days, but uh, yeah, it's um, it's going really nicely. And, and, uh, the, the important thing is, um, you know, we, we always talk about, uh, MSPs from a, um, from a, a, a cannabis perspective, a cannabis and hemp perspective. And that's why I'm, uh, representing Seattle Hemp Fest today, our 30 year old, uh, nonprofit protestable. We're actually going to be, uh, having the first international hemp fest at the end of this month in, uh, the Azores in, uh, the sort of the Hawaii of Portugal. And, and there's going to be a, um, a conference on the 29th and 30th there, uh, Cana Azores, uh, where we talk about the future of hemp in Europe. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about, um, you know, in, in our short time together today is, uh, where is Europe at and what is that, um, you know, what are some of the timelines look like? And then most importantly for your listeners, um, you know, what does that, what does that look like from, you know, a technology standpoint, from a, from an MSP standpoint? So um, really the, the, the game is on in Europe uh, for, for quite some time now they've been, uh, they've been, uh, you know, dancing around with CBD and you've got a lot of Delta eight uh, that's gaining popular, sort of like the, the gas station weed for lack of a better word but it's a, a, a synthesized cannabinoid or uh hemp derived cannabinoid that is um proving quite popular and circumvents a lot of the regulation around um cannabis illegality uh so they're they're sort of propagating their model through that uh right now a lot of the uh, opportunities from a technology standpoint are fairly limited because the uh, markets are still very small and fragmented however you're starting to see the emergence of uh retail and franchise chains uh so we're definitely looking at at some uh you know POS uh services to offer over here that that would be fantastic uh desperately needed too there uh there are some that are already Europe based that could easily be tailored for uh, our industry but uh yeah it's it's been uh, a pretty interesting to watch the progress because the big news on the block is that germany uh has really come out and said look we're going to bring our, our recreational program online and, and their target date is third quarter of 23 and wow. uh, germany is a yeah you know so date. yeah it's uh it's really uh it's it's really sneaking up it'll be here before we know it now uh you know a, a an election they, right now there's a really liberal government in play right now so you know an election zigging when it should have zagged could um of course railroad these timelines but if the the current uh structure of the government stays where it's at then um yeah they're they're moving very aggressively on this uh predominantly for economic reasons and uh that's really where where my you know my big company maristomatics comes in as well as we can help governments uh, right size those tax rates using AI and, and machine learning um, based on their sales data. And since they've already started integrating uh, a lot of these CBD sales, you can sort of get some 
not wonderful, but but a, a general idea around sales data uh, based on some of the CBD numbers, which aren't directly translatable, but it, it's a start. Um, so there, there's uh, there's a, a burgeoning, like it's it's bursting at the seams, and and once Germany, once that domino falls, uh, we anticipate uh, adult use markets popping online all over Europe. And um, yeah, so your service providers that are are looking to target, um, you know, larger vertically integrated. Um, multi-company operators uh, keep a close eye on Europe because uh, it's going great gangbusters. The the um, conference circuit's starting to pick up more and more over here. Uh, yeah. They used to be few and far between, but they're getting uh, fairly prolific at this point. Uh, like I said, I'm giving this Canna A source at the end of the month. I'll actually uh, be giving the opening keynote and we're going to have the Minister wow. of um Minister of Finance and uh, Minister of Agriculture there listening, and and the talk is around, um, you know, what's the what's the future of hemp and medical cannabis in Europe, and um, you know we think that ASource is is really poised to um, to take a leadership role. They've got a very uh, open minded government with regard to the the economic benefits of that. Uh, they're technology and data driven. Uh, so it works very well with the model that we're bringing to the table. And uh, we're excited to see what sort of doors we can open in a couple of weeks, couple. Um, especially on the, on the heels of, uh, of Joe Biden, um, you know, pro- uh, kicking out those 6,700 uh, convictions, those federal convictions the other day. Um, it's a, it's a small step in the right direction. It's a, a, yeah, a it is. better, a great step in the right direction. But it also sends a, a broader message to the the world around, um, you know, breaking down stigmas and, and sort of opening the gate on this a little bit. Those uh, those MSPs that are poised to assist this um, this rapidly growing market, um, you know, I, I think that Europe is uh, an absolute must in 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 calculating your scale. So, yeah. Couple questions. Um, sure. Uh, one of our analysts you're familiar with, Dr. Paul Seaborn, um, you know, was early, early uh, in in the adult world of cannabis at the University of Denver, um, and uh, and and then uh, was recruited to the University of Virginia, and he went there, I think, two years ago, and he said it was like going back a decade. Um, ha- having been mm-hmm. in Colorado at the beginning, and now going to Virginia, which uh, is is working, you know, towards implementing uh, legal cannabis um, a little bit slow. Uh, do you feel the same? Do Do you feel going to Europe took you back ten years? Well, that's a that's a great question, Harry, because uh, that was one of the first things that I noticed is uh, when I, I spoke here uh, last time, I was trying to. Uh, give a Westerner's perspective. And I, I've been in cannabis markets since 2009. So I've seen uh, the evolution in the United States quite a bit, helped Arizona Medical, worked a lot in Washington State, which is the more one of the more mature markets. Uh, and yeah, the, the difference is striking. We uh, What we see here is vaguely similar, sort of specifically similar to what we saw in some of the old uh, medical days. Uh, a lot of jockeying and posturing and... Um, you know, not, uh, I wouldn't say it's it's the, the level of professionalism that we've quite uh, achieved in the legal uh, cannabis markets yet, um, but it's, it's still early days. And I think that you're going to see um, massive leapfrogging. Uh, that's one of the things that one of the, um, one of the topics of my last conversation here was, um, you know, here, here's some ways to learn from our mistakes. 
you know, it was it was a great uh, kind of postmortem in Forbes last month where Burner was on the cover, where they talked about, you know, overregulation and overtaxation, which is strangling the industry. Um, you know, we're starting to learn that in the United States now. I'm sort of proselytizing that message. And uh, you see that, uh, you know, people taking note of that over here. They're going to learn from our mistakes. So you're going to see a lot of leapfrogging in terms of, um, you know, it, it, I, I think that they'll make their mistakes much more quickly uh, because they've already they've already seen us um, make those mistakes. And, and that was one of the main uh, takes away my messages is, you know, here's where we've done wrong in forms of overregulation, in forms of overtaxation informed in uh, terms of social equity, um, you know, and, and saying, you know, Europe has an opportunity to do better. And, um, you know, especially with very data-driven markets like Germany, they're, they're going to learn from those mistakes, I think, much more quickly uh, yeah. than a lot of the states did. And yeah, I, uh, you're, it's going to be less piecemeal. Um, you know, once Germany, because if Germany is one of the first, then it's just going to explode all over Europe. The states have taken a much more gradual approach. Um, but at this point, there are only three states in the union that completely forbid any sort of cannabis product. Uh, That's so, true. Yeah. No, well, you're a trailblazer. Hey, final question, if you know it. I'm, I'm going to go to my calendar. Uh, when do, do you know when Hemp Fest will be in Seattle? I, I, I want to get back up there in August, and I'm hoping it's next August. Yeah, it's the third weekend of August. We have every uh, every intent of being back in the park this year. Uh, COVID restrictions are off. One of the reasons that I'm over here is we're we're licensing in Europe more and more to help pay for the party in in Seattle. Uh, that's a that's a 501c3. Um, you know, it's a we're taking a massive pat on the back right now because of this. Um, and like freeing the prisoners has been one of our main. Uh, pillars of our organization for the last three decades. Yeah, it has. Um, so it's it's uh, it's kind of a proud proud moment for Hempfest uh, to see this. Um, like I said, small step but very critical step in um, sort of erasing some of the some of the missing of the mark in uh, the war on the war on drugs. So yeah. All right. Well, hey, we're going to talk to you next quarter. Enjoy your speaking opportunity and uh, appreciate your time. Uh, thanks as always. And I look forward to updating you more on Europe uh, this same time, same place next quarter. Thanks again, Harry. All right. Have a great day.